No one has the balls to stand up like I'm doing right now. Stop the crap already. We're all Americans. We're all equal. I don't see black. I don't see Asian. I don't see anything but American. Welcome to One Tough Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for joining me again. And we got some interesting stuff to talk about. And we have some interesting true crime stories, Bo Deedle's true crime stories in the can. This Wolf of Wall Street we did, we, we got some really interesting ones coming up. But I think today with our One Tough Podcast, we're going to talk about what's going on right now around our city and our country. First of all, you know, I have to send my deepest sympathy to a real New York City legend. His name is Arnold Fisher. He passed away. He was truly a New York City icon. His father and his uncle, Zachary Fisher and Larry Fisher, they were responsible for bringing the Intrepid Aircraft Carrier Museum into uh, New York City. Also, they were responsible with the Fisher houses. Now, these houses, I believe there's over 85 houses around the country where soldiers, families can stay when they're being you know, cared for. And this is a tremendous, the Fisher family is a tremendous family, and our deepest sympathy goes out to Arnold Fisher. All right, now let's go. Here we go. Empress Ming, Governor Snaggletooth Hokel. That's where we're going to call her from now on because she's a snaggle puss and she just continues to make me feel as though we have to, with all my heart, we have to get Lee Zeldin elected. I don't think anybody could deal with her any longer than when we could throw her out of office. You know, all she does is lie. You know, I was watching football and now she's got a commercials. She's ripped off. Probably, I think she's got about $34 million of pay-for-play funds in there. And now she's got these campaign TV ads that are blanketing every. But she's lying. Governor Hokel Yokel, Empress Ming, you're a liar. When you say that there were five police officers killed on January 6th, that's an out-and-out damn lie. And you know what? you got to look in the mirror when you do your eyebrows, snaggledoot, and you're a liar, okay? And if you don't like it, let me know. You're a damn liar how you put this stuff on TV. You tell me. Name the five cops that were killed in Washington. Name them. You can't name him because it's a damn outright lie, and no one's calling you to task. All your little friends in the news media, you're supposed to be honorable journalists. Well, if you accept her lying without calling her on it, you know what? You're a fugazi, too. All I know is we know about your no-bid deals. The great one, the great one, I almost fell off my chair, Digital Gadgets. These are these fugazi companies that made so much money. I think it was about over $600 million with the COVID testing. And now everybody was making money on COVID. No one cared about the people being sick. It was how many masks could I sell? How many gloves could I sell? And in her case, she sucked on board this company called digital gadgets out of New Jersey. And what they were doing was they were charging two and a half times the normal charge for these COVID testing. And it really pisses me off. You have a guy who is the head of that. Let me get his his name out. And all of a sudden, his name was Charlie Teal. T-E-U-E-L-E. He was the guy who was in charge of digital gadgets. And all of a sudden, they gave something like $300,000 
that's just the beginning, the tip of the iceberg. But some of their employees, some of their friends, this was pay for play directly, and this should have been no bid. But you know what they did? She's real smart. She uses this as an emergency situation. What that means is she takes out the criteria. Whenever you do a bid, a city bid, you put an RFP, she took it out, says it's emergency. She's raised over... $34 million. That's why you see that Flash Gordon, Empress Ming, eyebrow-looking snaggletooth on every commercial she's walking around. She gets me sick. And $34 million she has now that she can run these campaign advertisements. This is really disgusting. And then my friend, he happens to be a friend of mine. He runs Vernado, very successful. And Steve Roth. And then all of a sudden, he gives the maximum. He gets his friends. All these real estate guys in New York are sucking up to Empress Ming. You know why? They want things done. In his case, my friend Steve, sorry to say, $1 billion in tax incentive. Yeah, and you give him money. Whatever you want to get done. It just reminds me of Big Bird Bill de Blasio. Remember him? He was the original pay-for-play. And then her predecessor, my friend there, Mario Como's son there, Governor Como, he was another one. Whatever you need done, give him some cash and it gets done. Nobody's calling him on these things. And it just really upsets me that this is our government. And on the other hand of things going on, we're talking about, we're talking about all this money going into $34 million into Empress Ming's campaign fund there. So now she's blanketing the airwaves with the lies and the lies against Lee Zelding and all that. And you know what it's all about? I think people can be a little smarter. And as I say all the time, everyone in this state, everyone listening to me, please call your friends. Please call your relatives. This is not a Republican or Democratic campaign. This is a campaign with one word, fear. And I say it all the time. If you don't feel the fear that I do, I have my children and my grandchildren living in this city. And again, I tell Lee, Lee Zeldin, please, when you're campaigning, Bring it out there. When they are out there and when they're robbing you, when they're beating you or they're assaulting you, they don't ask you if you're a Republican or a Democrat. You know what they do? They just rob you or they just beat you. So this is not a Republican or a Democratic campaign. This is a one-issue campaign as far as I'm concerned. It's fear and crime. And the only one that combat Snaggletooth, well, she she couldn't make up her mind. She goes, I need to see statistics on bail reform. Damn you, people being arrested a hundred times. Damn you, people being murdered by people that were arrested for murder and they're being released. Damn you. You need statistics there, Snaggletooth? Invite me up there. I'll give you all the statistics you want. We really, really have to have to band together and knock her out. Now I see. I'm very happy. This race is really tightened up. And when the Democratic polls are starting to say there's a four to six point spread, that means it's serious. <laughs> you know, I just keep going back to Big Bird de Blasio because he, by far, in eight years he was in, he destroyed our city. He was the one that flushed the toilet and why New York City's going into the toilet bowl. Then all of a sudden, he wanted to run for president, Big Bird, that fool, in the area that he lived 
well, live part-time anyway. And then I think he got three votes, his wife and him and his son probably. And then all of a sudden, now he wants to be a teacher at Harvard Law School. Why don't he talk about corruption and bribery and pay for play? But you know what? The horrible situation is the kids over there in Harvard are a lot smarter than you think. They don't want them. They don't want him. And they actually said what what he did to New York City with his horrible leadership. How in the hell can we listen to this friggin' moron? So I think he's going to have a very limited appearance over there in Harvard. And I'm going to tell you something. This is exactly where we have to go. We have to get rid of these criminal element that go into the politics for one reason. One reason is to get rich. And you know what? There's a guy like Lee Zeldin who has served our country for the last 20 years. He's in the military. He has a great family. He's a great person. You know what he cares about? Integrity, honesty, and helping the people of New York State. So he is our real savior, and we all got to get on board. And then, you know what's happening? I look around this city, and I see all this stuff, this Trinity School. Now, this one really, really irritates me. This Trinity School over there. Now, where else would it be? It would be on the Upper West Side. It's one of these highfalutin private schools. And then all of a sudden, one of these teachers, her name is Jennifer Norris, piece of garbage. She was interviewed by Veritas, and she actually made the statement, we just need some vigilante Dexter to get rid of the horrible white boys at the school. You know who Dexter was? Dexter was a TV series where this guy would go around killing people. So uh, since Dexter, he uh, is a serial killer, Trinity, the teacher, Jennifer Norris, said she's advocating murder. She wants these kids secretly murdered. And the uh, Veritas, they recorded this creep. Do you think Trinity School got rid of her? She's still teaching in that school. This is the problem we have. And even in the New York City school system, the problem we have is when you got teachers that are committing crimes, I don't care what kind of crime it is, when they're committing crimes, no one's there to stop them. And in reality, why wasn't she removed? And she's still teaching there now. Now Governor Hochul comes out with a new one. Uh, I love this one. She wants to bring the classroom sizes down to 20 students. That's a very, very good idea. But the only problem is where's the money going to come from? The only problem is you've got a lot of great teachers in this city, in this state, and the Department of Education should evaluate teachers on their performance and the teachers that work hard to make sure our children are educated with the proper education, they should be rewarded with higher salaries. My whole thing in business, I've been running a business for, oh, 38 years. What you must do is you must reward your workers, the ones that work the hardest, the ones that are bringing things out. You're going to bring these classrooms down to 20 kids in a class. That's great. My teacher's a grandma, is an elementary school teacher. She's got 32 students. But on top of it, now, now these teachers are going to be pushed upon to utilize their classrooms with a lot of these illegal children that are coming into the country illegally, the immigrants that only speak Spanish. And we're going to have problems with that again. Nobody is really dealing with the problems that this whole 
fall down of our southern borders is, is causing, besides the education, besides the medical facilities going to be revamped. It's just funny. I went over to my uh, NYU the other day, and I went there for some medical treatment. All they cared about was my Medicare and all they cared about was my secondary insurance. And then they tell me, hey, Bo, you got to get one of these shots. Shots, what the hell was it for? Not pneumonia, it was the other one. When you get the uh, shingles, shingles. So I go to the doctor, that sounds fine. So he gives me a shingle shot. Now I got all the medical coverage in the world. They tell me, Bo, $587, we're not covering it. I said, whoa, 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 what do you mean? covered i got all this insurance i pay separately insurance i got medicare well we're not approving that now but if you are an illegal immigrant here and you got your shingle shot uh it'll be covered by us by the united states government something's wrong when we have this influx of all these people coming into our country some of them are very good people, hardworking people, families. They want a better life. I do understand it. But there is a right way of doing it. But some of them are coming in, and they're part of a criminal element. And some of them are coming in, bringing this fentanyl in through our southern border. And Americans are dying by the dozens every day with this fentanyl. Last year we had almost 100,000 overdoses across this country. But we have to realize what is causing it. And certainly one of the big causes is the, is the breakdown in our southern border. And I talk about it all the time. Now we're going to jump to something else. I hate to jump around, but that's what I do on my podcast. Now we have this judge that she was totally... A hatred judge saying slurs at gays, Hispanic women, and her name was surrogate court judge. She was booted off the bench, but she wants to come back. Her name is Judge Harriet Thompson. And in her statements, she hates these white men. She says she uh, hates uh, uh, gays, and he calls them all different names. And she she just slews these racist slurs around. Then she was removed, and now she's saying that this was racist against her because she happens to be black. And here we go again. But if it was a white judge that was saying these things, they would have been thrown out, and they would have thrown a key away, and there wouldn't be anything coming more at all coming. And now we're just at a point right now where political correctness has gone so far. But then on the other side of the coin, we cannot establish people and accepting people using racial slurs against other people. This is America. We're free, but we shouldn't offend people. So what I say to her is I can't say bye-bye dickhead because— she doesn't have a dick, but bye-bye, Mrs. Supreme Court Judge. And you know what? You shouldn't come back. Go get a job somewhere else. Now, let's just look at something important over here. We got all these contributions coming in. I, I just keep going back to the contributions going in into Hochul. And now we're talking about 30, I think it's up to about $37 million of contribution. And if you dissect each one of them, yes, so many, I believe there's something like 30% of her contributions are direct pay for place. Now, do we want to elect? Because this to me is my most important talking point of my podcast. We have to band together and we have to show America, we're not going to stand back and elect a governor who is so corrupt. We're not going to stand back and elect a governor who doesn't have the right feelings of supporting people. 
supporting all people who are in fear every day of their lives. We're not going to elect a government that cannot make a determination uh, to reconvene this whole bail reform fiasco. If she doesn't have enough brain power to bring it back into the Assembly and to the state senator, I'm saying right now she shouldn't be elected. She actually stated she can't revamp and can't look at it until she does more studies. Well, I tell you what, Mrs. Governor, Mrs. Ming, Empress Ming, why don't you ask the families of the dead children that were killed in New York City about revamping this crime bill? You're a fool. You're a true fool, Governor Empress Ming Hokel Yokel. You're a fool. And I'm going to tell you something. Till Election Day, I will be beating you against the wall because we have to let every New Yorker, New York State, New York City, Every person in this city and state realize that we have to stop this right now. And the first part of stopping this is by getting Lee Zeldin elected. And in reality, I would like to invite her and I would like my producer to invite uh, Kathy Lee, whatever her name is, uh, Kathy Hochul, Kathy Ming. I'd like to invite her on my podcast. You think she'd come on my podcast? I don't think so, but I'd like them to invite her to do my podcast, and we'll spill it all out. I'll make my allegations. We'll give her adequate time to answer any of my allegations. My first question will be was, uh, Ms. Governor Ming, can you please tell me the name of the five police officers that were killed on January 6th. You know what she'll go? Well, I'll get back to you on that question because she has no damn answer. She's a damn out-and-out liar. So that's what we've been talking about now. We got the Trinity School. We got this judge that's been thrown out. And the most important one, I think, is this governor race, Hochul. And it's all about pay for play. It's all about if you want to get something done in the state. Now, we used to have the Blasio. Now you go to Hochul, give them money, and you can get anything done. Again, I want to thank all my listeners. This is really great that WABC lets me say what I feel and I think say the truth and what my listeners want to listen to. And I'll be here every week as long as I can talk and as long as they allow me on here. And again... I tell my listeners, if you have any problems, you know I'm in business. I take care of trouble. I'm the real, I'm not the real Dexter. I don't kill anybody. But I'm the real guy that can help you out in any kind of situation, corporate, security-wise, family. You can look me up at www.investigations.com. That's Bo Deedle Associates. Please call me up. I can help you with anything. And stay tuned to One Tough Podcast, and we'll be back next week. I want to thank everybody again. Till next week. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.